When we're not in the great outdoors, we're thinking about it. Kender Outdoors. Come on into the camp house and make yourself at home. From the Vineyards Campground and Cabins, uh, beautiful Grapevine Lake, Texas, welcome back. Good to have you in camp with us at Kinder Outdoors. Front door to the camp house brought to you by Calming Care. Calming Care is natural. It gently works over time to settle the overactive dog. It's not a drug. It's actually a probiotic. And folks with overmarkers, overjumpers have been having great results. If that's your dog, look into it. You can learn more at kinderoutdoors.com about calming care. Hey, a great big bubble of heat has uh, domed up over us across Texas and a lot of states in the west. And now moving off, I guess, to the uh, Midwest. And uh, you folks in the southeast getting your share of this summer heat, too. Uh, as outdoors men and women, uh, we are attuned to the weather at all times. I want to say hi to my good buddy, Pete Delkus. The weatherman. Welcome back, Pete. What are you up to? Well, Bill, I'm out here at the pool rubbing baby oil all over my, uh, my uh, tightly, tightly <laughs> hey, honed body. Hey, whoa, family show, whoa. <laughs> I'm sitting you in know, the air conditioning looking at the tweeter. What are you doing? Well, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm yearning to have a conversation with my dear friend, Pete Weatherman. I want to talk to you about this heat wave. I, this all started mid-June. Here we are rolling into August, and it's just absolutely miserable every day. I'm thinking pretty much everyone hates your guts except Jackie by now. Well, why why would she not? I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> now, if it's it's uni- it's universal, Bill. I'm 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 the most disliked man in North Texas right now. <laughs> I tell you what, not only here in North Texas, but a, a lot of places just absolutely burning up. You, you you know, it's interesting that you bring this up. You know, Bill, uh, you're old enough to remember when we used to call you know, uh, hot temperatures like this, we used to call them summer. I'm not <laughs> sure I'm, I, I'm not sure when it changed, but, you know, what's interesting about this summer is, I mean, it's not even remotely close to as hot as last summer. Now, all Texas summers, you know, all Texas summers are hot. We haven't had any record uh, high temps so far this, this summer in North Texas. Um, you know, what's been interesting, though, is, you know, summer's past, It'll be day after day after day after day of triple-digit temperatures with no break. We've had – it's either four or five breaks from the triple-digit stuff, you know. So it'll be 100. We've only – you know, I was telling the news anchors last night, or as I like to call them the news readers. I was telling them last <laughs> night, I said, you know, we, we've only – I said, how many days in a row have we had triple-digit heat? And they're like, oh, I mean, it's, it's got to be 20, 25. I said – Five, two times we've had five days in a row of triple-digit temperatures, but we've had a, we've had four or five breaks this summer. It, it's been hot, but you know I, I don't know, Bill. Maybe you can speak to this. When people get old, they just start forgetting what last year <laughs> happened and the year before. You know what I mean? And, and I think hey, maybe I, I I do too. I got to look this stuff up. <laughs> I think maybe you're telling me that I'm basically a wuss and I need to get over it and uh, falls <laughs> on the way. <laughs> well, maybe, hey, this, maybe, maybe. This time of year, Pete, uh, it's really difficult to get our dog work done during the daylight hours. What are you doing with your dogs? Because I know you don't stop. No, I don't stop. I mean, I have them out uh, running with them about usually about seven fifteen in the morning you know i take a big jug of water and a big bowl so they can 
you know, drink and all that stuff. And I try to get them out for, you know, one hour a day, kind of 7.15, you know, shortly after sunrise. And then, you know, we're usually finished. I'm back home by 8.30. So, uh, you know, I mean, you, you can't show up on opening day in Montana on September 1st. And, you know, that's the first time your dogs, you and your dogs have exercised. Yeah. So that's kind of my plan. Because, you know, Bill, it's too hot in the evening. Yeah. You know, I mean, heck, it's, it's been 98 to 100 degrees at 10 o'clock at night. That's well, too listen, hot. My, my, weather, my weather friend tells me we've had several nice breaks this summer, and we should not be complaining. Well, I'll tell you what. This last, <laughs> this last Saturday and Sunday, it was in the 60s in the morning in Denton and Collin yes. County. And I it told was. the news readers, you know, Denton and Collin counties where all the good people live, so we had some comfortable <laughs> weather up here. <laughs> um, you kind of led me into my final question, and I know you've got your eye on the birds in Montana. How is Montana shaping up bird-wise this fall? From all of my, you know, connections, spies, resources up there, some of the state <laughs> biologists that I've become friends with over the years, it look it looks good. You know, they they had a. Uh, you know, the, the weather was pretty conducive. Uh, you know, the, the, the cold up there, although it was a cold winter, it was a snowy winter. You know, they're, they're seeing lots of young birds. You know, the, the, the habitat is as tall and as thick as they remember seeing it in, in years. So at this point, you know, we're, both of us are always the eternal optimist. So I'm, I'm really uh, – I, I wouldn't even say I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm just pretty excited about this upcoming bird season in Montana – not necessarily in Texas for quail, but uh, but uh, but in Montana, I'm I'm optimistic this year. Yeah, that's good. Well, if the headlines read only two grouse live in Montana, and if there's two birds left, Pete Delkers would get in the truck with his dogs and go point them and have fun, and that's good. <laughs> I love that about you, Pete. Hey, well, thank thank you. thank you so much. I really appreciate the uh, the info. Uh, have a great fall. We'll catch up with you in Montana. Okay, Bill. We'll see you there. The weatherman. Pete Delkus, what's West Texas going to look like? We'll catch up with the man over at the Quail Coalition, and that's Jay Stein when we come back from the coffee pot. Purina Pro Plan Performance Formula, 30% protein, 20% fat. You'll find it at Atwood's Ranch and Home Stores. Hi, this is Bobby Labonte, and when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it with Kinder Outdoors. Get off the beach and into the action. Enjoy world-class Costa Rican sport fishing with Carib Sea Sport Fishing. Marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and more. Inshore, offshore, overnight, seamounts. Carib Sea Sport Fishing will work with your group to customize the perfect trip. Half day, full day, every day. Your next getaway is the best ever. Take a look at catchafishincostarica.com. Catchafishincostarica.com. Com. U.S. Highway 287 carries elk hunters and fly fishers, snow skiers and bird dog chasers, 72-ounce steak eaters, buried Cadillac picture takers, antelopers, prairie doggers, and rattlesnakers. The Herdware Store sits on Highway 287 near Goodnight, Texas. Now, only 18 people live around here, so to keep the lights turned on, we need you 287 travelers to stop by. Come in out of the weather and take a look at the most unique store between the Gulf and Pacific coasts. One-of-a-kind artwork, jewelry, knives, and more. Feel the luxurious softness and warmth of bison socks, gloves, hats, beanies, blankets, and scarves. You'll think it's cashmere, and it's warmer than wool. 
Our sister company, Buffalo Wool, produces the finest bison products on the planet. The herdware store is boots and shoes, bison blankets and throws, even bison meats for the road. The Herdware Store, 42 miles southeast of Amarillo. Hey, drop by right now at herdware.net. The granddaddy of all hunting shows returns to Houston, San Antonio, and Fort Worth this August. The 2023 Hunters Extravaganza. Fun for the whole family. Check out hunting seminars, all the latest hunting equipment, last season's best bucks from our annual deer contest, and for the little hunters, games, live alligators, snakes, and more. The 2023 Hunters Extravaganza. Returning to Houston, San Antonio, and Fort Worth this August. For details and tickets, go to huntersextravaganza.com. Crappie anglers, tired of tying knots? Hey, Wally Marshall, Mr. Crappie here to tell you about the all-new Add-A-Hook by Bullet Weights. The Add-A-Hook is designed to put a hook on your line without using any knots or cutting your line. Hold the Add-A-Hook next to your fishing line, then wrap the line five times around each side, pull your line into the clips, and bam, you're ready to go, and it will not slip. I can tie a double crappie rig in 30 seconds when it takes up to six minutes to tie one with all the knots. At a hook is made of stainless steel, no rust, flexible, and tough. Mr. Crappie and Bullet Weights has made it better, faster, and easier for crappie fishermen to get back in the water catching more crappie than ever. Bullet Weights has a full line of Mr. Crappie double mental rigs for trolling and vertical fishing. The Mr. Crappie Troll Check rigs are designed to troll in shallow waters and heavy cover, keeping two baits close together without hanging up. Also, don't forget Mr. Crappie Slow Troll and Double Drop Crappie Rigs. Pre-tied with number two hooks, double swivel weights, and eight-pound line. Tie one on today. Look us up at bulletweights.com. After spending a few days at Joshua Creek Ranch, I describe it as a sportsman's nirvana. We love creating a unique experience for each of our guests. You know, the interests can vary here from wing shooting to deer hunting to fly fishing to river kayaking. So we have a great variety of guests and... um, We like for them to enjoy everything we have to offer. As I enjoyed the birth of a new day over the rolling hill country ranch that is Joshua Creek, I was amazed at the wildlife, quail, pheasants, native white-tailed deer, trophy class axis deer. We've worked hard on the habitat, planted improved grasses, really with the help of some wildlife biologists studied what would make the best habitat to keep our game here. Mm -hmm. We can hunt easily six seven eight groups and we don't try to do it on 40 acres i mean right. these people get to walk they get to see some country joe and ann kirchival invite you to enjoy this free range ranch just northwest of san antonio visit joshuacreek.com You've been working hard all week. Now it's time to go fishing. Come along with us at Kinder Outdoors. Presented by Fortiflora, America's number one canine probiotic from the trusted name Purina. Jay Stein is with the Quail Coalition. We're going to learn more about that. And we're going to get a little West Texas quail forecast from Jay. I know he's always watching that. Always good to talk to you, Jay. Welcome back. Thanks, Billy. Good to talk to you. Yeah, good to talk to you, too. This is uh, the time of year where everyone kind of gets depressed. It's 130 degrees every day. It's scorching dry. Everybody gets depressed except a quail hunter, Jay. We are the eternal optimist. There's always going to be birds. Amen. That's uh, that's what we're hoping for, at least. (laughs) Hey, uh, let's talk a little bit 
about the Quail Coalition right up front so that folks know uh, who, who, who we are. We're both a part of that. Who is the Quail Coalition? Well, uh, Quail Coalition's kind of a grassroots uh, organization. I mean, our, the thing we like to say is very little overhead. Uh, we have no office, no no headquarters, uh, really only two employees. It used to be one for about 10 years, and we doubled our workforce last year, so now we have two. Um, but really just a lot of local chapters and a lot of uh, passionate quail hunters raising lots of money for quail. I think in the past 12 months, we're $3.8 million raised, uh, keeps a lot of quail research organizations moving forward. I think they would all tell you the same, but uh, a lot of momentum, and uh, we're opening a few chapters across the state and even branching out across the country. So uh, it's, a, it's a great model, and we've been very successful. And thanks to our supporters and all volunteer committees, we've, we've raised a lot of money for quail. Yeah, and, you know, it goes back to that same uh, same plan that Teddy Roosevelt and some really smart guys put together more than 100 years ago. It's hunters that are stepping up to the plate to provide the funding uh, for the uh, the species. Uh, in this in this case, it's bird dog lovers and quail hunters that, uh, that help keep uh, Quail Coalition moving forward and in a grand way. So if you are a bird dog enthusiast, if you're a quail hunter, an upland hunter, uh, at all, uh, you should look into the Quail Coalition. Where can we go online to learn more? Uh, we've got our website, www.quailcoalition.org. Uh, you can join as a member there or, you know, shoot us an email and tell us where you're at and what you're interested in. Uh, you know, we, we get a lot of emails, people wanting to get involved, and we link them up with a local chapter or help them get a new chapter started in their backyard. So uh, jump on the website and learn more. Okay, very good. As a matter of fact, uh, as we speak, you are way down at the south tip of Texas, down at McAllen, Texas, uh, for, uh, for to talk with some folks that are thinking about maybe starting a chapter down in that neck of the woods. So it's not like you take weekends off and kick back. Right. You're, you're working all the time. Uh, something that uh, the Dallas chapter, uh, Park City Squail, does every year is they host a uh, snake breaking clinic, which, boy, I think it's so important. I've had dogs saved by this training in the past. It only takes a couple of minutes, and it's great preventative medicine, Jay. Yeah, and we've heard the same. I mean, it's uh, people have come back that we get a lot of repeat uh, visitors every year, and, you know, it seems like every year we hear one or two experiences of a snake interaction in the field, and, you know, certainly know that there's tons of them in South Texas, and Rolling Plains, where all the where all the quail thrive, that's where the snakes thrive too. And uh, it's a, it's a great program. It's actually pretty fun to watch the, the dogs learn, especially the dogs that have never been through it. And uh, I'm I'm certain it's saved a lot of dogs' lives over the years. Absolutely, yeah. It teaches them that hey, when you hear that rattle, when you smell that scent, uh, it's serious business. Go the other direction. And I actually was an eyewitness to that up in. Uh, uh, Montana. I've seen I've seen this work before. Where is that going to be? And I'm sure that it's probably filling up pretty fast. When and where? And uh, how can we make an appointment to bring our dogs in? It is filling up. It's uh, August 12th, uh, a town called Bartonville, which if you're not familiar with that, it's just um, kind of flower mound area north of Dallas. 
Uh, it'll be, like I say, August 12th. We start at 8 in the morning just because we know it's going to be probably 180 degrees that day, but uh, <laughs> try to get the dogs worked through while it's cool and usually wrap up around noon. Uh, they rotate snakes out uh, just, just because of the weather and um, takes about 5-10 minutes total process. And uh, you can go to, to register at uh, parkcitiesquail.org on our events page. I think we're about 60% sold out, so uh, we've got a few spots left. And we'll extend it if we need to. If, if there's more, we can go past 1 o'clock. Hopefully we'll get blessed with a cooler day. Seems like most years we do, for whatever reason, a little cool front blows through. But hopefully uh, we'll get something like that this year. Yeah. You know, uh, this time of year, we still try to get a little dog work done at 5 in the morning, 6 in the morning, and only 5 or 7 minutes is about all you can do because it's so hard for them to recover. But this is a form of training uh, where there's not a little lot of physical exertion by the dog, and you can you can actually do this kind of training uh, in this kind of heat, and it's time well spent. Uh, if you guys, gals, want to take your dog out and get a little snake breaking done, that you actually use – Live rattlesnakes for the process, right? That's right. They uh, they defang them for the process, so there's no harm to the dog, and also just as a double measure, kind of tape their heads shut, uh, so don't get any freak strikes or anything. But uh, and you know, believe it or not, the snakes are actually pretty docile. They just uh, it's more for like you say, picking up that scent and learning what a rattlesnake is. And we'll do one with a rattle. Um, just to kind of introduce them to the rattle, and then they'll do one without a rattle just to make sure they pick up the scent. It's a pretty technical process, and uh, we've, we've done it 10 or 12 years, and uh, great great results. Yep, it's a well-proven uh, process, and it can sure, sure be uh, something that will pay off for you uh, this fall uh, when you hit the field. Uh, Jay, we're going to take a short break, but when we come back, I want to talk to you a little bit more about the uh, quail uh, forecast for this year. I've been out in West Texas some, and it looks absolutely fabulous. Uh, looks like we may have some birds this year. I hate to even say it out loud. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. We're all kind of bated breath, hoping uh, you know for a rebound. It, it's been uh, a rough few years, and hoping this year's a little bit of an uptick. Yep. Well, we are going to uh, talk about that when we come back from the coffee pot. Hang on, just a minute. This is a Kinder Outdoors Conservation Minute, a focus on people that make a difference. Freedom hunters, they say thank you to our very bravest and finest in a very special way. Uh, we're a 501c3 military outreach program. We take servicemen and their families out on outdoor ventures, mainly hunting, fishing, shooting trips all around the country and internationally too. These trips are more than a thank you and a good time, far more. It invigorates them, the healing comes out of it. You know, it's, it's, it's amazing. I started it just as a thank you, as a give back. I had no idea the therapeutic value of these hunts. I mean, it, it just it changes them. You can see it in their eyes. When they show up at camp, they're quiet and, and reserved. By the end of, end of camp, they're opened up and uh, you know chatting with other veterans, it's amazing. You can go on our website, we've got a donation button, or just email us and say, hey, here's the opportunity. We'll fit a vet into that opportunity, whatever it is. Freedomhunters.org. 
preserving what we love and educating the next generation every day. To learn more, visit us at kinderoutdoors.com. A major announcement uh, earlier this week from the Dallas Safari Club. They're going to be moving after the 2024 convention and expo in downtown Dallas. They're going to be moving to Atlanta, Georgia for five years. The Dallas Safari Club in Atlanta, Georgia. What's that all about? (laughs) Well, next week on the show, we're going to find out. We're going to have the CEO uh, of the Dallas Safari Club, my good friend, dear friend, Corey Mason in here to explain that all to us. Let's grab a cup of coffee. It's Gary Loomis. And when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it with Kinder Outdoors. Fish on! Life is better outdoors. Relax and find your space at the beautiful vineyards, campground, and cabins on Grapevine Lake. Well known for its peaceful setting, lovely grounds, lakefront views, and accommodating Texas-friendly staff. Our full hookup sites can accommodate all bus or RV sizes and offer 50-amp service, many spacious pull-throughs, cable TV, and lightning-fast Wi-Fi. Our fully furnished cabins make it easy to feel miles away without actually roughing it. Enjoy a partially shaded private beach, large playground, fishing pier, water sport rentals, hiking trails, and more. The on-site camp store offers a wide selection of camping supplies, groceries, and gifts. Our landmark pavilion is perfect for your next reunion, rally, or wedding. You'll feel miles away from everything when you're only minutes from anything. Check out historic downtown Grapevine with various entertainment venues, large festivals and events, restaurants, wineries, shopping, and the new world-class Harvest Hall. The Vineyards Campground and Cabins. VineyardsCampground.com The granddaddy of all hunting shows is back. The 2023 Hunters Extravaganza. August 4th through the 6th at the NRG Center. Fun for the whole family. Check out hunting seminars, all the latest hunting equipment, last season's best bucks from our annual deer contest, and for the little hunters, games, live alligators, snakes, and more. For details and tickets, go to HuntersExtravaganza.com. August 4th through the 6th at the NRG Center. The 2023 Hunters Extravaganza. I'm Tom Watson with Bended Knee International, asking you to pray for the Navajo people of New Mexico and Arizona. The COVID-19 pandemic has hit these native people exceptionally hard. In many cases, multiple families live in the same home. Water is carried from muddy streams for household use, and medical care is many miles away. I simply ask that you join me in lifting them up to the Lord. To learn more, please visit BendedKnee.org. If you fry your turkeys during the holiday season and you're tired of the hassle of pots, open flames under hot oil, and sticky, oily messes, then it's time to take a good look at the Cajun Fryer by R&V Works. The original, the last fryer that you'll ever need to purchase. Cajun Fryer puts pro-level frying gear in your backyard or hunt and fish camp. These are high-performance, low-maintenance deep fryers that feature the heat source in the oil. Your oil heats from the inside out. If your family loves a fish fry, Cajun Fryer is a must. Because the heat source is suspended in the oil, small crumbs and pieces that burn fall to the bottom. So your oil stays much cleaner, many times lasting the entire year. Often imitated, never duplicated. Don't be fooled. Take a look at the original Cajun Fryer at CajunFryer.com. Fresh, crisp, delicious every time. 
CajunFryer.com. The Wild Sheep Foundation. Our purpose sounds simple, to put and keep wild sheep on the mountain. But from where we stand to the top of the mountain is a challenging and exciting journey. To be successful, we support the top scientific minds in wildlife research. We tell the story and history of the wild sheep in North America to those around us, like you. And step by step, we protect and grow wild sheep populations. If not for the Wild Sheep Foundation, more than $115 million in care, concern, and conservation work would not have happened over the past 40 years. Important work that has seen our wild sheep populations grow from 25,000 or so in the 1950s to more than 85,000 today. Learn more about the worldwide leader in wild sheep conservation. Secure a membership, attend a banquet, bid on an auction item, make an impact on top of the mountain. WildSheepFoundation.org. It is the dream of the animal rights fanatics to suppress your most natural connection to the earth, to sell you a life filled with urban fascinations, to ignore that death is life's unwavering partner, together creating a relationship between predator and prey that makes it possible for us all to survive. To the hunter, this world's most honest steward, these fantasies are the poisonous, perverted manipulations of social misfits who would take this planet hostage. They should startle you and awaken you to trust the hunter in your blood. that new gun you get for your birthday makes you as happy as the one you got for Christmas. Hey, don't forget Columbus Day, National Hunting and Fishing Day, Independence Day. Every day is Range Day at Kinder Outdoors. Hey, you can win free tickets to the Hunter's Extravaganza show of your choice when you come see me at kinderoutdoors.com. Drop by the website and register. It's just that simple. A simple drawing. We draw your name, we stick them in the mail. Kind of like the good old days. <laughs> KinderOutdoors.com. Go register, win those Hunter's Extravaganza tickets. Jay Stein with the Quail Coalition. Thanks so much for hanging on. Yes, sir. Just a refresher in case you missed us earlier in the show today. Jay is with the Quail Coalition. They do fabulous work for our quails and quail research. Uh, who are... Who are uh, just look at the past few years. Who are some of the organizations and researchers that have benefited from the uh, hard-earned dollars of Quail Coalition? Uh, yeah, there's several of them. We've got the Caesar Clayburg Wildlife Research Institute down south, uh, what used to be the Quail Tech Alliance, now called Texas Tech Quail in Lubbock, Dr. Dabbert, uh, doing some great work up there. Uh, the Wildlife Toxicology Lab at Texas Tech, which has been working on the medicated feed, uh, the big Rolling Plains Quail Research Ranch out in Roby, uh, the only ranch, you know, fully dedicated to quail research. Uh, we've got the Borderlands Research Institute out in Alpine, who does a great work on the desert quail. And uh, lots of kids programs, too. We fund the Texas Brigades, which 
kind of teaches kids uh, hunting in the outdoors and kind of focused on quail. And then the Outdoors Tomorrow Foundation, which introduces kids to mainly urban kids to uh, hunting and fishing in secondary schools, which uh, has really ballooned and covers the whole country now. Uh, Jay Stein with Quail Coalition. Let's get excited for a minute, Jay, because West Texas, man, it looks like the year we've been waiting for for a while. It's green and lush and birds are chirping. Right. Yeah, they had a lot of rain in the spring, which that's always kind of what we need. Uh, the places that have great habitat, you get the rainfall, um, and it has been dry out there the last few years. And always great to wake up in the morning and see a storm blowing through, you know, hopefully starting around Midland and blowing all the way through West Texas. And uh, we've had a lot of those this year. It's kind of dried off and gotten hot just like it does every every summer. But uh, hopefully we can pick up a few more rains between now and quail season. I know there's lots of great hatch reports from April, May, June. Lots of chick sightings, way more than the past couple of years. So we've got kind of the, 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 the foundation for a good season. Just need to kind of hopefully get a break from the weather and coast into the fall. Uh, South Texas as well. They had a lot of great spring rains, a lot of hatches. Um, then it certainly they've had a little unseasonable warm temperatures and haven't had much rain since May. So, you know, down south, they always hope for a rain July, August to kind of get a second hatch. And that's what we're crossing our fingers for. But either way, it looks to be a great season coming up. Uh, the uh, overhead cover, the, the weedy uh, country and all and every step I took out in West Texas uh, when I was out there would bring up about 30 grasshoppers that's the protein those chicks need so early survival should be really good but Jay you and I have seen this before whether it be eye worms or whatever uh, we, we'll go out there dove hunting on September 1st and we'll we'll see quail all over the place and come back November 1st when bird season opens and there's not a quail in the county uh, and that's where those hard-earned dollars, research dollars, come into play. That's right, and that's pretty much the basis of our uh, creation was, you know, trying to figure out. Uh, we know it's something beyond habitat. You, you definitely have to have that habitat, but there's there's places with great habitat and great conditions, and we've had years where we've had the rainfall and just no quail or, as you say, they, they look to be in great shape in September and then roll around in November and they're gone. Uh, so that's... Believe me, I mean, we're, we're putting millions of dollars towards trying to solve that puzzle every year. And uh, we think we're getting closer. We've got some, some great developments and some good things going on. So, uh, you know, hopefully a good season this year. And our great meteorologist, our, our resident meteorologist, Pete Delkus, tells us we're coming into an El Nino, which typically means a little more rainfall for us in this part of the world. And uh, you know, hope is we have a, an uptick this year and some capital for next year to even even do better, and like we saw in 2016-17. So that's uh, kind of where we look right now, and hopefully that continues. We we were you mentioned it a few minutes ago. There's been a uh, uh, some research in progress now for a couple of years, a few years, medicated feed uh, to help protect our birds. How's that going? Now, everything I've ever heard about it has been really good results. Do you have any new news there? We do. Uh, it's been a long process. Uh, as you can imagine, anytime you deal with the federal government, things can take forever. Uh, and we've been working towards this for about eight years now. 
uh, first identifying the parasites, then then uh, creating a, a medicated feed to uh, control or eliminate them. And uh, we've, we've done that, and it's been tied up in the FDA for, I think, four or five years now. And we've gotten word that it's it's got its final approval, uh, which is great news. And it's kind of been kicked up to Merck, who holds the patent on the, the active ingredient. And they're going to help us with the label, make sure everything passes muster on their end. And uh, we're optimistic that hopefully this fall we'll have a product on the market. It'll take a little time to get the distribution going, but uh, it's, you know, I know we've been saying six months for a few years, but it, it really is imminent. <laughs> and, uh, that, that's fabulous news. That's great. Yeah, and it's been proven to work in the lab. So, you know, we've got to uh, find out how to make it work best in the field. Uh, and it's, you know, there's probably some back and forth in the quail community on whether or not this works. It definitely works. The, the question is the impact it's going to have out in the field. And, and we, we feel it's very promising. Uh, you know, best case, it's going to bring quail back across our region. Worst case, it's going to eliminate worms from your quail. You know, we deworm our dogs, horses, cattle. Uh, we don't have anything for quail. So it uh, not only eye worms, but sequel worms. So definitely going to help the health of the quail hopefully help their nutrition and uh and you know like i say best case bring bring quail to a rebound yeah in this region that's great news uh some other really good news um that uh, i've been kind of keeping an eye on from a distance is trying to bring back quail to the piney woods of east texas we've had some promising research there uh, promising is an understatement. It's it's unbelievably promising. Uh, we've we've seen quail translocations through history that have done well, and some that have done really well. But uh, what we're seeing down in uh, southeast Texas is off the charts. Uh, they released uh, 120 birds January and and I believe April, and uh, did wild wild birds trans transplanted from Florida, and not only have uh, those birds survived. Uh, above the curve, they've also in, uh, developed an unbelievable amount of nests. And we've had uh, talked to the researcher, uh, Brad Kubetska, that's, that's doing that work. And talked to him earlier this week. I think they've had 60 nest hatch, which uh, is unprecedented. I mean, for wow. translocating wild quail and having actual chicks on the ground, that's the hard part. You know, you can get quail released and maybe even get them to survive. But seeing that kind of nest production and chick production is, is really above expectations by a long way i guess so yeah that is huge for people that follow this sort of thing you know that those are giant numbers number one you start with wild birds uh transplanted birds uh which has to be the basic of any uh, basis of any any study that you do that's fabulous news and uh, you can learn more about that you can learn more about everything that quail coalition does and all the great help that they're giving our our quails and upland birds in general uh, because uh, a, a good good research and a good idea for a quail uh, carries over to the bugs and the other critters uh, that benefit all of our upland birds. Jay Stein, always good catching up with you. When it cools off, let's go run a dog. You bet. Thanks for having me. Jay Stein with Quail Coalition on Kinder Outdoors. Let's grab a cup of coffee and then, hey, it's time to get ready. Bow season's on the way. When we're not in the great outdoors, we're thinking about it. I'm Mike Iconelli, and this is Big Billy Kinder Outdoors.
the granddaddy of all hunting shows is back. The 2023 Hunters Extravaganza, August 11th through the 13th at the Fort Worth Convention Center. Fun for the whole family. Check out hunting seminars, all the latest hunting equipment, last season's best bucks from our annual deer contest, and for the little hunters, games, live alligators, snakes, and more. For details and tickets, go to huntersextravaganza.com. August 11th and 13th at the Fort Worth Convention Center. The 2023 Hunters Extravaganza. Hey, it's Billy Kinder. If you've listened to me very long, you know that I depend on buffalo wool products to keep me warm in harsh winter conditions. But did you know that these highly effective buffalo fibers work equally well in the heat of summer? Their native rangelands goes from Oak, Alaska, down past Mexico City. Ron and Teresa Miskin have three decades of weaving perfection from those precious insulating fibers of the bison, and they put them to the test on the world's toughest playground, Alaska. That's our field testing. The moose hunting, um, there's so much that goes on up there. The big advantage of bison fiber, besides the insulation, is it's moisture wicking and keeping your feet dry, your, your body dry, and that sweat away from there reduces the bacterial growth, reduces any foot fungus or anything like that. Bison fiber in a cowboy boot will run three to five degrees cooler than a cotton sock. Take a look at the new line of cool, wicking buffalo wool for the summer. TheBuffaloWoolCo.com I didn't know buffaloes had wool. Yep, TheBuffaloWoolCo.com the granddaddy of all hunting shows is back. The 2023 Hunters Extravaganza, August 18th through the 20th at the Freeman Coliseum Expo Hall. Fun for the whole family. Check out hunting seminars, all the latest hunting equipment, last season's best bucks from our annual deer contest, and for the little hunters, games, live alligators, snakes, and more. For details and tickets, go to huntersextravaganza.com. August 18th through the 20th at the Freeman Coliseum Expo Hall. The 2023 Hunters Extravaganza. From the deck of your private cabin overlooking the confluence of the famous White and Norfolk Rivers at Norfolk Resort Trout Dock, you can see crystal clear running waters that hold one of the world's greatest populations of rainbow and brown trout. In fact, this is the home of world record trout. You might be distracted though by the beautiful rolling Ozark Mountains that hold you during your stay. Just up the road a few miles is incredible bass fishing for largemouth, smallmouth and spots. You'll find the best guides in the business at Norfolk Resort, and your boat is just a short walk from your cabin. Your guide will find a gravel shoal perfect for preparing a hot shore lunch with fresh caught trout and all the trimmings. You'll think about a nap after lunch, but there's more fish to catch and river to explore before retiring to your fully furnished riverside hideaway. Sound good? Of course it does. Norfolk Resort Trout Dock in Norfolk, Arkansas. NorfolkResort.com Ag Texas. The name itself says trust, honesty, strength, and tradition. Ag Texas has from the get-go been dedicated to the prosperity of agriculture and rural America. The Ag Texas family can help grow your herd or your operation. Give us a call and talk to Ag Texas pros about risk management in the form of crop insurance, protecting borrowed capital and savings, we specialize in everything from dairy cows to pecan trees and have the right financial tools and knowledge at Ag Texas to help you grow and grow safely. We can't tell you when it's going to rain again, but we can assure that your crop, your cows, your family, and the family land are secure and protected no matter the storm or the dry spell. We are agriculture at Ag Texas, and we look forward to visiting with you. Ag Texas is at agtexas.com. 
and just down the road. God bless America with freedom to enjoy the creation and worship the Creator. This is the Kinder Outdoors Camp House. I want to say hello to Rick Talley. Rick has a fish camp on Lake Texoma. I bet he's got a good air conditioner in that cabin. You can find out for yourself Talley Cabin Fever Adventures on Lake Texoma. I bet you he can show you where the big stripers are. Thanks for listening, Rick. I appreciate you. Jim Pryor got a note from him this week saying he really enjoys the show. I appreciate that, Jim. Thank you. James Pratt catches Kinder Outdoors in Mansfield, Texas. Kenneth Mendoza, Fallbrook, California. Tell him to leave your bullets alone out there, Kenneth. Christopher Skinner is in Guthrie, Oklahoma. Thank you very much, Christopher, for the note. And Mark Du Bois is in Elko, Nevada. Also want to say hi to Robert Sapp in Gresham, Oregon. Thank you all for listening. No matter where you are or how you listen, podcast, broadcast, Sirius XM, AM, FM, megaphone, word of mouth, however, thank you. Everybody's breaking out the bow now. It's time to get tuned up and ready to go. Kyle Chambers is our resident pro uh, with Cinnamon Creek Archery, Roanoke, Texas. Welcome back, Kyle. Always good to have you. Hey, Billy. How's it going? It's good, man. I want to talk bow season. It's upon us, you know. No matter what state you're in uh, or where you travel to to hunt, it's here. It's time to get that bow in our hands. How about putting a new bow in your hand? If somebody wants to trade in, what's got your interest, Kyle? What have you seen come in that you give your stamp of approval to? You know, it is a buyer's year. And what I mean by that, no matter which brand you choose, whether it's a Hoyt, Matthews, PSC, Bowtech, it's going to be a good year to purchase a bow because everybody has something really good to offer. They all stepped their game up a little this year. The competition's good. They have. And basically, it all depends on what characteristic you're looking for in a bow, whether you want something really quiet, really smooth, really fast. It's always best to pick whatever characteristic you're looking for and then choose a brand based off of what they have to offer. Okay. Well, let's get some more specific, talking about what's out there brand new this year and uh, what we want to look at. Okay. Well, if you're looking for, say, something really smooth, I would recommend the new Hoyt. Uh, the VTM, that series of bow is uh, probably one of the smoother bows out there. If you're looking for something with a little more let off, a little better back wall, maybe the PSC will fit your bill because, once again, each bow has its own different characteristic. If you're wanting something quiet and stealthy, boy, it sure is hard to beat that new Matthews. It is the quietest bow on the market, bar none. Boy, they're really good at, at doing that, too, year after year after year. Let's go back to that Hoyt. Uh, really smooth, driving a Cadillac in a pasture, you don't even feel the bumps. Um, but am I going to lose any punch? Surprisingly, no. That's, that's the amazing thing. All these bows are going to come in right around 335 to 345 foot a second. Uh, with the exception of the new Elite, it's running around 350. Hoyt also has a speed model. Uh, if you want to shoot something around that 350 range for the guys that still want the speed. However, all these bows are going to shoot really, really fast nowadays. Yeah. Um, what do you like to see minimum? Uh, when you're hunting white-tailed deer, typical white-tailed deer, uh, what, what kind of poundage do you recommend minimum? Uh, I mean, I know, I know some guys shoot 40 pounds and lightweight and do just fine. Well, I tell you what, with this new technology, that's, that's the amazing thing. My wife shoots a Matthews Prima. It's 42 pounds. And she's gotten a couple of pastures with it already. So there's, yeah. you know, the technology is amazing. Yeah. 
truly is. Uh, you were talking about PSC. I love PSC stuff. What's uh, new from PSC? New from PSC is going to be the Fortis 30. And the Fortis, I believe it's the Fortis 33. Uh, that's their new short axle and their new long axle. Extremely smooth. One of the smoother cams they've ever developed with the EC2 cam. And once again, it's, you're going to get plenty of speed with it. What makes Matthews so much smoother now than they were before? They were already smooth. They were already smooth. And when we talk about smooth, we can talk about either smooth on the draw cycle or smooth on the shot. Uh, one thing about the Matthews that they've come out with this year is they have dampeners built into the limb. It's actually an eight-limb bow. And that rubber piece through there has really created a soft feel, a silent bow, and it's just uh, it's amazing. I, I'd recommend anybody get out there and shoot it. Uh, price range for these new bows coming out. What, what can we expect to pay bow only? We hadn't put the add-ons on yet, but bow only, where do we look? They're going to be at around eleven to thirteen fifty, fourteen hundred dollars for the non-carbon. Most aluminum bows are going to fall in that range. Your carbon bows, however, are going to range somewhere between seventeen to eighteen hundred dollars. And that's lighter. That well, in some cases, the PSC is going to be the lightest one on the market. Uh, new to the market this year is Botex New Carbon, Elite's New Carbon, and of course Hoyt has led the way. They've been doing carbon for many, many, many years, and so within those three bows, they're a little heavier, I guess, than the PSC, but. But, yeah, it's more about strength when it comes to carbon, not, not being light. Very good. You guys are open 9 to 9 at Cinnamon Creek now, seven days a week. So you got plenty of time to come in, try them all out, and you really encourage that too. Don't just pick one, hey, I like that color. Come in and try some bows. For sure. That's the number one reason we carry as many lines as we do. I believe right now we're sitting on eight or nine different bow lines. We encourage the customer to come in and shoot because the bow is going to pick you, not the other way around. So we want you to shoot them head to head. We always, I always say, I give the Pepsi challenge. You know, I always for first older guys that remember that. Um, you know, we want you to shoot them head to head. One of them's going to pick you. Yeah, that's exactly right. And you're in here, you're thinking, ah, it's a, you know, all these bows are going to feel about the same. And then all of a sudden, that one feels, wow, this is different. Take it home. That is correct. Uh, that's our job here is to help you decide which one you choose. It doesn't matter to me whether I sell you a Hoyt PSC Bowtech. As long as you're happy, I'm here to sell you a bow that makes that fit you well and that uh, you don't have any regrets and that you enjoy for the rest of the season. Yeah, last thing you want to see is that customer coming in after the hunt saying, man, you jacked me around. I don't like this. It doesn't fit me. Uh, why didn't you help me get fitted? You tried to do it right the first time. That's it. We always try to do it right the first time from start to finish. We'll get you in, get you out, uh, and hopefully you're very satisfied with your purchase. He's always right on target. Kyle Chambers, our Kinder Outdoors bow pro, Cinnamon Creek Archery, Roanoke, Texas. You know, we were talking earlier about snake training, snake avoidance training, snake breaking, whatever you want to call it, and that's really good. We should all have that done with our bird dogs, or if we live in a rural area, all of our dogs. Another really good idea, rattlesnake vaccine. Ronnie Smith, Ronnie Smith Kennels, Oklahoma. He's a big proponent of that. Bill, we've been using the vaccine since its inception. One instance that I'm aware of is uh, a young man that went through our apprentice program had a Labrador that was uh, whelping a litter of puppies. She got up, walked outside the barn, and was booger barking at something, went around the corner, yelped, and came back in. When she came back in, he noticed that she was bit on lip by a rattlesnake. She had the vaccine. He took her to the vet. Um, they ran liquids through her and antibiotics. And 17 hours later, she was nursing those puppies again. Unbelievable. Boy, that's a testament for this vaccine. You know, I had a dog. I told you a 
story about a little Brittany I had that got hit by a rattlesnake. Thank goodness he didn't get her, but he was trying. I took her to the vet, and he said, you know what? If, uh, if she had been bitten, she probably wouldn't be here right now where he'd hit her in the chest. And He said, but if, you give, if you'll shoot your dogs with a rattlesnake vaccine, he said, there'll never be a question. He said I, he, uh, the vet endorsed it that hard, just believed in it. Now, when you first give it, it's a series of two shots, right? That's right. You give your initial shot, and then 30 days later, you give your booster. We uh, have been in close contact with veterinarians in, in Red Rock Biologics. Uh-huh. And uh, if you are in snake country, they suggest that you give a booster every six months. Well, that's good news to have. Have you ever personally had a dog hit by, by uh, a rattlesnake? I have. Have uh, you? We've guided hunts in, in north and south Texas for uh, coming 30 years this, this fall. And uh, I have had dogs bitten, and uh, I've lost dogs to rattlesnakes. It's not a pretty sight. Either. You know, they swell up pretty big, and, and it's hard on them. Uh, so there's no excuse, really, for us not to use the rattlesnake vaccine. That's right. I think, you know, accompanied with rattlesnake vaccine, too, Bill, is, is go do some snake aversion. Um, there are people that hold um, rattlesnake clinics where you can take your dog and uh, try to avert your dog from um, sight uh, and scent, um, and it's, it's sure worth the money. Ronnie Smith and his famous Ronnie Smith Kennels up in Oklahoma, one of our pros at Kinder Outdoors. It's time for a cup of coffee, maybe even a sausage and biscuit, and for sure, a leg stretch. Let's do that, and then I'll meet you right back here in the camp house at Kinder Outdoors. Thanks for hanging out with us around our campfire today. Appreciate it. ever noticed that Jesus selected fishermen to follow him? Just saying. Welcome to our boat at Kinder Outdoors. Welcome back to our camp house at Kinder Outdoors from the Vineyards Campground and Cabins on Grapevine Lake, Texas. This corner of the camp house brought to you by Purina Pro Plan, the world's greatest dog fuel. Pick up the formula that best suits your dog at Atwood's Ranch and Home Stores. I was at the Atwood's in Wichita Falls, Texas the other day. Great stores. Everything you need from a new shotgun to a bag of corn for the deer feeder. And all those great pro plan formulas. <laughs> Big dome of heat sitting over us. That makes it tough to get outside and do anything. When is this going to break and what's this all about? Had a conversation with my meteorologist and bird hunting buddy, Pete Delkus, about that. My old buddy Pete Delkus joins me now. Pete, how in the world are you? Well, Bill, I'm out here at the pool rubbing baby oil all over my, uh, my uh, tightly, tightly hey, honed body. Hey, whoa, family show, whoa. <laughs> I'm sitting you in know, the air conditioning looking at the tweeter. What are you doing? Well, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm yearning to have a conversation with my dear friend, Pete man, and uh, I want to talk to you about this heat wave. I, this all started mid-June. Here we are rolling into August, and it's just absolutely miserable every day. I'm thinking pretty much everyone hates your guts except Jackie by now. 
Well, why why would she not? I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> no, but it's it's, uni- it's universal, Bill. I'm 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 the most disliked man in North Texas right now. <laughs> I tell you what, not only here in North Texas, but a, a lot of places just absolutely burning up. It is set down on top of us like a mother hen, and it just won't move. What will we see a break? You, you, you know, it's interesting that you bring this up. You know, Bill, uh, you're old enough to remember when we used to call, you know, uh, hot temperatures like this. We used to call them summer. I'm not <laughs> sure. I'm, I, I'm not sure when it changed. But you know, what's interesting about this summer is, I mean, it's not even remotely close to as hot as last summer. Now, all Texas summers, you know, all Texas summers are hot. We haven't had any record uh, high temps so far this this summer in North Texas. Um, you know, what's been interesting, though, is, you know, summer's past. It'll be day after day after day after day of triple-digit temperatures with no break. We've had – it's either four or five breaks from the triple-digit stuff, you know. So it'll be 100. We've only – you know, I was telling the news anchors last night, or as I like to call them, the news readers. I was telling them last <laughs> night, I said, you know, we, we've only – I said, how many days in a row – have we had triple-digit heat? And they're like, oh, I mean, it's, it's got to be 20, 25. I said five. Two times we've had five days in a row of triple-digit temperatures. But we've had, a, we've had four or five breaks this summer. It, it's been hot, but, you know, I, I don't know, Bill, maybe you can speak to this. When people get old, they just start forgetting what <laughs> last year happened and the year before. You know what I mean? And, and, I, hey, think maybe. I, I, I do, too. i got to look this stuff up. I think maybe you're telling me that I'm basically a wuss and I need to get over it and uh, falls <laughs> on the way. <laughs> well, maybe, hey, this, maybe, maybe. This time of year, Pete, uh, it's really difficult to get our dog work done during the daylight hours. What are you doing with your dogs? Because I know you don't stop. No, I don't stop. I mean, I have them out uh running with them about usually about 7:15 in the morning you know i take a big jug of water and a big bowl so they can you know drink and all that stuff and i try to get them out for you know one hour a day kind of 7:15, you know shortly after sunrise and then you know we're usually finished i'm back home by 8:30. so uh you know i mean you, you can't show up on opening day in montana on september 1st and you know that's the first time your dogs you and your dogs have exercised yeah. So that's kind of my plan. Because, you know, Bill, it's too hot in the evening. Yeah. You know, I mean, heck, it's, it's been 98 to 100 degrees at 10 o'clock at night. That's well, too listen, hot. My, so, my, weather, my weather friend tells me we've had several nice breaks this summer, and we should not be complaining. Well, I'll tell you what. This last, <laughs> this last Saturday and Sunday, it was in the 60s in the morning in Denton and Collin yes. County. And I it told was. the news readers, you know, Denton and Collin counties where all the good people live, so we have some comfortable <laughs> weather up here. <laughs> um, you kind of led me into my final question, and I know you've got your eye on the birds in Montana. How is Montana shaping up bird-wise this fall? From all of my, you know, connections, spies, resources up there, some of the state <laughs> biologists that I've become friends with over the years, it look it looks good. You know, they they had a. Uh, you know, the, the weather was pretty conducive. Uh, you know, the, the, the cold up there, although it was a cold winter, it was a snowy winter. You know, they're, they're seeing lots of young birds. You know, the, the, the habitat is as tall and as thick as they remember seeing it in, in years. So at this point, you know, we're, both of us are always the eternal optimist. So 
I'm, I'm really uh, – I, I wouldn't even say I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm just pretty excited about this upcoming bird season in Montana, not necessarily in Texas for quail, but uh, but uh, but in Montana, I'm I'm optimistic this year. Yeah, that's good. Well, if the headlines read only two grouse live in Montana, there's two birds left. Pete Delkus would get in the truck with his dogs and go point them and have fun, and that's good. <laughs> I love that about you, Pete. Hey, yeah, thank thank you. thank you so much. I really appreciate the uh, the info. Uh, have a great fall. We'll catch up with you in Montana. Okay, Bill. We'll see you there. Hey, if you were to drop by Pete's house, his kennel, with all those fine Britneys, you'd notice that he is a ProPlan man. ProPlan performance formula, 30% protein, 20% fat in the purple sport bag. Let's grab a cup of coffee, and then we're going to talk to Jay Stein about the Quail Coalition. Hey, everybody. It's professional angler Greg Hackney. And when I'm not into great outdoors, I'm thinking about it with Kinder Outdoors. John Payne and his Tejas Ranch Fence Company know that there's no cookie-cutter approach. Every job, every ranch, every lay of land is unique and custom. We're able to take a look at the owner's intent, the individual characteristics of the property, and really come up with a solution that works for them. We've got a great team here that has a passion for what we do. Your land, our passion. We love bringing out the best in your property. TejasRanchFence.com The granddaddy of all hunting shows is back. The 2023 Hunters Extravaganza, August 4th through the 6th at the NRG Center. Fun for the whole family. Check out hunting seminars, all the latest hunting equipment, last season's best bucks from our annual deer contest, and for the little hunters, games, live alligators, snakes, and more. For details and tickets, go to HuntersExtravaganza.com. August 4th through the 6th at the NRG Center. The 2023 Hunters Extravaganza. It's really exciting to see right now. Uh, one thing that's great about archery is anybody can do it. Men, women, or children, everybody can do this. Um, our lessons right now are fantastic. We see entire family groups come in, have a great time, and they're finding out that this is something that is a great pastime, great sport, and everybody can be successful at. Americans are learning what a huge benefit it is to learn to hunt, learn to fish, learn to put safe and wholesome food on our tables. Cinnamon Creek Archery in Roanoke, Texas, has taught many thousands of families about the great sport of archery. People who thought they could just never do that now enjoy the range and harvesting their own wild game. You can't just sell somebody a bow and say, hey, good luck. You need to be able to take them aside, teach them the fundamentals, teach them how to shoot correctly so that they can be as successful as possible and really enjoy our sport. Visit CinnamonCreekRanch.com and discover the great knowledge and satisfaction that so many other families have found in archery. National outdoor writer Ken Kirkaby knows of what he writes. I think I probably hunted in just about every western state. Uh, yeah, and I fly fished in a lot of those places. He's fished the waters, walked the land, and harvested the game that makes him authentic. That's where the basis of that comes from. I wanted to make this really authentic, and I wanted people to identify with it. Guys like you and I have a real hard time finding good stuff to read, because it's written by guys that just don't know what the heck they're writing about. And guys like you and I, we read two pages and we say, hey, that's phony. This is, this is not the way it is. Ever since The Old Man in the Sea, fishing novels have been scarce on the horizon. That was until national outdoor writer Ken Kirkaby wrote his blue water classic, The Tournament. 
Chuck Winchler of Sporting Classics says you can read the tournament in about the time it takes to catch a big marlin, and every moment will be just as fun, just as exciting. Jennifer Mayhall of Paradise This Week says, The tournament reels you into the world of sport fishing and doesn't let you go. The Tournament by Ken Kirkaby. Get it on Amazon. Crappie anglers, tired of tying knots? Hey, Wally Marshall, Mr. Crappie here to tell you about the all-new Add-A-Hook by Bullet Weights. The Add-A-Hook is designed to put a hook on your line without using any knots or cutting your line. Hold the Add-A-Hook next to your fishing line, then wrap the line five times around each side, pull your line into the clips, and bam, you're ready to go, and it will not slip. I can tie a double crappie rig in 30 seconds when it takes up to six minutes to tie one with all the knots. Add-A-Hook is made of stainless steel, no rust, flexible, and tough. Mr. Crappie and Bullet Weights has made it better, faster, and easier for crappie fishermen to get back in the water catching more crappie than ever. Bullet Weights has a full line of Mr. Crappie double mental rigs for trolling and vertical fishing. The Mr. Crappie Troll Check rigs are designed to troll in shallow waters and heavy cover, keeping two baits close together without hanging up. Also, don't forget Mr. Crappie Slow Troll and Double Drop Crappie Rigs. Pre-tied with number two hooks, double swivel weights, and eight-pound line. Tie one on today. Look us up at bulletweights.com. Procrasta-fishing. The art of going fishing when you should be painting the house. Hey, wait for us. Welcome to the Kinder Outdoors Camp House. Pick up the pro plan for your dog at Atwood's Ranch and Home Stores, even if they have an itchy coat or if they have an intolerance to grain or any kind of special condition. There's a pro plan for that. The really smart people at Purina Pro Plan have already worked it all out to make it easy for you. And the formula that best suits your dog is at Atwoods. Pick up the pro plan. If you're an upland bird hunter, you need to know about the Quail Coalition. Jay Stein is with QC. Thanks, Billy. Good to talk to you. Yeah, good to talk to you, too. This is uh, the time of year where everyone kind of gets depressed. It's 130 degrees every day. It's scorching dry. Everybody gets depressed except a quail hunter, Jay. We are the eternal optimist. There's always going to be birds. Amen. That's uh, that's what we're hoping for, at least. <laughs> hey, uh, let's talk a little bit about the Quail Coalition right up front so that folks know uh, who, who, who we are. We're both a part of that. Who is the Quail Coalition? Well, uh, Quail Coalition's kind of a grassroots uh, organization. I mean, our, the thing we like to say is very little overhead. Uh, we have no office, no no headquarters, uh, really only two employees. It used to be one for about 10 years, and we doubled our workforce last year, so now we have two. Um, but really just a lot of local chapters and a lot of uh, passionate quail hunters raising lots of money for quail. I think in the past 12 months, we're $3.8 million raised, uh, keeps a lot of well, research organizations moving forward. I think they would all tell you the same, but uh, a lot of momentum, and uh, we're opening a few chapters across the state and even branching out across the country. So uh, it's, a, it's a great model, and we've been very successful. And thanks to our supporters and all volunteer committees, we've, we've raised a lot of money for quail. Yeah, and, you know, it goes back to that same uh, same plan that Teddy Roosevelt and some really smart guys put together more than 100 years ago. It's hunters that are stepping up to the plate to provide the funding. 
for the uh, the species uh, in this in this case it's bird dog lovers and quail hunters that uh, that help keep uh, quail coalition moving forward and in a grand way so if you are a bird dog enthusiast if you're a quail hunter an upland hunter uh, at all uh, you should look into the quail coalition where can we go online to learn more uh, we've got our website www.quailcoalition.org uh, you can join as a member there or you know shoot us an email and tell us where you're at and what you're interested in uh, you know we, we get a lot of emails people wanting to get involved and we link them up with a local chapter or help them get a new chapter started in their backyard so uh, jump on the website and learn more Okay, very good. As a matter of fact, uh, as we speak, you are way down at the south tip of Texas, down at McAllen, Texas, uh, for uh, uh, to talk with some folks that are thinking about maybe starting a chapter down in that neck of the woods. So it's not like you take weekends off and kick back. Right. You're, <laughs> you're working all the time. Uh, something that uh, the Dallas chapter, uh, Park City Squail, does every year is they host a, a snake breaking clinic, which, boy, I think it's so important. I've had dogs saved by this training in the past. It only takes a couple of minutes, and it's great preventative medicine, Jay. Yeah, and we've heard the same. I mean, it's uh, people have come back that we, we get a lot of repeat uh, visitors every year, and, you know, it seems like every year we hear one or two experiences of a snake interaction in the field, and, you know, certainly know that there's tons of them in South Texas, and rolling plains where all the where all the quail thrive that's where the snakes thrive too and uh it's a, it's a great program it's actually pretty fun to watch the, the dogs learn especially the dogs that have never been through it and uh I'm, I'm certain it's saved a lot of dogs lives over the years absolutely yeah it teaches them that hey when you hear that rattle when you smell that scent uh it's serious business go the other direction and i actually was an eyewitness to that up in uh uh, Montana. I've seen I've seen this work before. Where is that going to be? And I'm sure that it's probably filling up pretty fast. When and where? And uh, how can we make an appointment to bring our dogs in? It is filling up. It's uh, August 12th, uh, a town called Bartonville, which if you're not familiar with that, it's just um, kind of flower mound area north of Dallas. Uh, it'll be, like I say, August 12th. We start at 8 in the morning just because we know it's going to be probably 180 degrees that day. But uh, <laughs> try to get the dogs worked through while it's cool and usually wrap up around noon. Um, they rotate snakes out uh, just, just because of the weather and um, takes about 5, 10 minutes total process. And uh, you can go to, to register at uh, parkcitiesquail.org on our events page. I think we're about 60% sold out, so uh, we've got a few spots left, and we'll extend it if we need to. If, if there's more, we can go past 1 o'clock. Hopefully we'll get blessed with a cooler day. Seems like most years we do, for whatever reason, a little cool front blows through, but hopefully uh, we'll get something like that this year. Yeah. You know, uh, this time of year, we still try to get a little dog work done at 5 in the morning, 6 in the morning, and only 5 or 7 minutes is about all you can do because it's so hard for them to recover. But this is a form of training uh, where there's not a little, lot of physical exertion by the dog, and you can, you can actually do this kind of training uh, in this kind of heat, and it's time well spent uh, if you guys, gals, want to take your dog out and get a little snake breaking done. You actually use 
live rattlesnakes for the process, right? That's right. They uh, they defang them for the process so there's no harm to the dog, and also just as a double measure, kind of tape their heads shut uh, so don't get any freak strikes or anything. But uh, and you know, believe it or not, the snakes are actually pretty docile. They just uh, it's more for like you say, picking up that scent and learning what a rattlesnake is and We'll do one with a rattle um, just to kind of introduce them to the rattle, and then they'll do one without a rattle just to make sure they pick up the scent. It's a pretty technical process, and uh, we've, we've done it 10 or 12 years, and uh, great great results. Yep, it's a well-proven uh, process, and it can sure, sure be uh, something that will pay off for you uh, this fall uh, when you hit the field. Uh, Jay, we're going to take a short break, but when we come back, I want to talk to you a little bit more about the uh, quail uh, forecast for this year. I've been out in West Texas some, and it looks absolutely fabulous. Uh, looks like we may have some birds this year. I hate to even say it out loud. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, we're all kind of bated breath hoping, uh, you know, for a rebound. It, it's been uh, a rough few years and hoping this year's a little bit of an uptick. Yep, well, we are going to talk about that when we come back from the coffee pot. Hang on just a minute. This is a Kinder Outdoors Conservation Minute, a focus on people that make a difference. Freedom hunters, they say thank you to our very bravest and finest in a very special way. Uh, We're a 501c3 military outreach program. We take servicemen and their families out on outdoor ventures, mainly hunting, fishing, shooting trips all around the country and internationally too. These trips are more than a thank you and a good time, far more. It invigorates them, the healing comes out of it. You know, it's, it's, it's amazing. I started it just as a thank you, as a give back. I had no idea the therapeutic value of these hunts. I mean, it, it just it changes them. You can see it in their eyes. When they show up at camp, they're quiet and, and reserved. By the end of in the camp, they're opened up and uh, you know chatting with other veterans. It's amazing. You can go on our website. We've got a donation button or just email us and say, hey, here's the opportunity. We'll fit a vet into that opportunity, whatever it is. Freedomhunters.org. Preserving what we love and educating the next generation every day. To learn more, visit us at kinderoutdoors.com. Hey, make sure you're with me next week on the show when Corey Mason, the CEO of the Dallas Safari Club, joins us. They made the announcement this week at DSC that they're moving to Atlanta, Georgia for the annual convention for five years. We'll find out what that's all about. Good morning. This is General Leroy Sisko, and I'm honored to be here today. And when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it with Kinder Outdoors. The granddaddy of all hunting shows returns to Houston, San Antonio, and Fort Worth this August. The 2023 Hunters Extravaganza. Fun for the whole family. Check out hunting seminars, all the latest hunting equipment, last season's best bucks from our annual deer contest, and for the little hunters, games, live alligators, snakes, and more. The 2023 Hunters Extravaganza. Returning to Houston, San Antonio, and Fort Worth this August. For details and tickets, go to huntersextravaganza.com. I'm Billy Kinder. If you offer goods or services to the outdoorsman or woman, Kinder Outdoors is the perfect place to spread the word. 
At Kinder Outdoors, we reach tens of thousands of hunters, anglers, and outdoors folks each week that would appreciate hearing about you. For more information, visit kinderoutdoors.com and click the Advertise button. Then, view our media kit. Outdoor gear and skills are in high demand right now. Let us hear from you. These are unsettling and even scary times for many people. But for others, there's peace, even as an angry world cries out. The source of that peace is Jesus Christ. I'm John Watson, pastor at Cornerstone Bible Church in Roanoke, Texas. At Cornerstone, we teach the Bible with no man-made religion added in. Join us online Sunday mornings at 1015 Central at csbiblechurch.org. It's just God's Word, csbiblechurch.org. The granddaddy of all hunting shows is back. The 2023 Hunters Extravaganza, August 11th through the 13th at the Fort Worth Convention Center. Fun for the whole family. Check out hunting seminars, all the latest hunting equipment, last season's best box from our annual deer contest, and for the little hunters, games, live alligators, snakes, and more. For details and tickets, go to huntersextravaganza.com. August 11th and 13th at the Fort Worth Convention Center. The 2023 Hunters Extravaganza. Dove hunting in Argentina is well documented, but as my friends at JJ Caseria, Cordoba Doves will tell you, the duck hunting is unmatched anywhere in the world. Lane Balky is the U.S. representative for JJ Caseria. The duck lodge uh, is in Corrientes. We shoot 30 ducks in the morning and 10 per days in the afternoon. We have 11 different species of ducks. We have a duck season from the 15th of April to the 31st of August. You are assured before you ever leave American soil that you're going to feel welcome and at home when you hunt with your new friends at JJ Casaria. Our lodge is beautiful. It's four years old. It has 10 double bedrooms, all with private baths, all heated and air conditioned. Uh, it's very comfortable. We don't put on air, so you'll feel as relaxed in the lodge as you do in your living room. Hunt world-class doves and ducks in Argentina. Plan next year now by visiting cordobadoves.com. My name is Jose Grasso, the owner of JJ Caseria. Can see me in Argentina. You know, as bird hunters and bird dog owners, we've seen our wild bird hunting opportunities dwindle in recent years. And if you, like me, don't want to kennel your bird dog in the spring just to let him hibernate till fall, then you should take a long look at the world's largest field trial organization, the National Shoot to Retrieve Association, or NASTRA. This was the very idea of NASTRA's founding fathers back in the 1960s. They wanted to extend time in the field with the dogs that they loved. And it must have been a pretty good idea, because over the years, many thousands of men, women, teens, and families have enjoyed participating in NASTRA field trials. All pointing breeds are welcome, and there's no need to be intimidated. NASTRA sponsors over 1,000 field trials across the U.S. and Canada each year. It's at these trials where your dog can earn his NASTRA championship, qualify for entry into your regional championship, and NASTRA's five national championships. Take a look at our website, nstra.org, and consider visiting a local trial. We look forward to meeting you. Life is better outdoors. Relax and find your space at the beautiful vineyards, campground, and cabins on Grapevine Lake. Well known for its peaceful setting, lovely grounds, lakefront views, and accommodating Texas-friendly staff. Our full hookup sites can accommodate all bus or RV sizes and offer 50-amp service, many spacious pull-throughs, cable TV, and lightning-fast Wi-Fi. Our fully furnished cabins make it easy to feel miles away without actually roughing it. Enjoy a partially shaded private beach, large playground, fishing pier, water sport rentals, hiking trails, and more. 
the on-site camp store offers a wide selection of camping supplies, groceries, and gifts. Our landmark pavilion is perfect for your next reunion, rally, or wedding. You'll feel miles away from everything when you're only minutes from anything. Check out historic downtown Grapevine with various entertainment venues, large festivals and events, restaurants, wineries, shopping, and the new world-class Harvest Hall. The Vineyards Campground and Cabins, vineyardscampground.com. Teach a man to hunt and fish, and you'll never see him again. Sit down and prop up your boots with us here at Kinder Outdoors. Brought to you by Fortiflora, America's number one canine probiotic. If you own a dog, you really ought to have Fortiflora in the fridge. Coming to you from the vineyards, campground, and cabins on beautiful Grapevine Lake, Texas. Glad you're here with us today. Having a conversation today with my buddy Jay Stein with Quail Coalition. Yes, sir. Just a refresher in case you missed us earlier in the show today. Jay is with the Quail Coalition. They do fabulous work for our quails and quail research. Uh, who are, who are uh, just look at the past few years, who are some of the organizations and researchers that have benefited from the uh, hard-earned dollars of Quail Coalition? Uh, yeah, there's several of them. We've got the Caesar Clayberg Wildlife Research Institute down south, uh, what used to be the Quail Tech Alliance, now called Texas Tech Quail in Lubbock, Dr. Dabbert, uh, doing some great work up there. Uh, the Wildlife Toxicology Lab at Texas Tech, which has been working on the medicated feed, uh, the big Rolling Plains Quail Research Ranch out in Roby, uh, the only ranch you know fully dedicated to quail research. Uh, we've got the Borderlands Research Institute out in Alpine, who does a great work on the desert quail, and uh, lots of kids programs too. We fund the Texas Brigades, which kind of teaches kids uh, hunting in the outdoors and kind of focused on quail. And then the Outdoors Tomorrow Foundation, which introduces kids to, mainly urban kids, to uh, hunting and fishing in secondary schools, which uh, has really ballooned and covers the whole country now. Uh, Jay Stein with the Quail Coalition. Let's get excited for a minute, Jay, because West Texas, man, it looks like the year we've been waiting for for a while. It's green and lush and birds are chirping. Right. Yeah, they had a lot of rain in the spring, which that's always kind of what we need. Uh, the places that have great habitat, you get the rainfall, um, and it has been dry out there the last few years. And always great to wake up in the morning and see a storm blowing through, you know, hopefully starting around Midland and blowing all the way through West Texas. And uh, we've had a lot of those this year. It's kind of dried off and gotten hot just like it does every every summer. But uh Hopefully we can pick up a few more rains between now and quail season. I know there's lots of great hatch reports from April, May, June. Lots of chick sightings, way more than the past couple of years. So we've got kind of the the, the, the foundation for a good season. We just need to kind of hopefully get a break from the weather and coast into the fall. Uh, South Texas as well. They had a lot of great spring rains, a lot of hatches. Um, then it Certainly, they've had a little unseasonable warm temperatures and haven't had much rain since May. So, you know, down south, they always hope for a rain July, August to kind of get a second hatch. And that's what we're crossing our fingers for. But either way, it looks to be a great season coming up. Uh, the uh, overhead cover, the, the weedy 
country and all, and every step I took out in West Texas uh, when I was out there would bring up about 30 grasshoppers. That's the protein those chicks need. So early survival should be really good. But, Jay, you and I have seen this before, whether it be eye worms or whatever. Uh, we'll, we'll go out there dove hunting on September 1st, and we'll we'll see quail all over the place and come back November 1st when bird season opens and there's not a quail in the county. Uh, and that's where those hard-earned dollars, research dollars, come into play. That's right, and that's pretty much the basis of our uh, creation was, you know, trying to figure out. Uh, we know it's something beyond habitat. You, you definitely have to have that habitat, but there's there's places with great habitat and great conditions, and we've had years where we've had the rainfall and just no quail or, as you say, they they look to be in great shape in September and then roll around in November and they're gone. Uh, so that's Believe me, I mean, we're, we're putting millions of dollars towards trying to solve that puzzle every year, and uh, we think we're getting closer. We've got some, some great developments and some good things going on. So, uh, you know, hopefully a good season this year, and our great meteorologist, our, our resident meteorologist, Pete Delkus, tells us we're coming into an El Nino, which typically means a little more rainfall for us in this part of the world, and uh, you know, hope is we have a, an uptick this year and some capital for next year to even even do better, and like we saw in 2016-17. So that's uh, kind of where we look right now, and hopefully that continues. We we were you mentioned it a few minutes ago. There's been a uh, uh, some research in progress now for a couple of years, a few years, medicated feed uh, to help protect our birds. How's that going? Now, everything I've ever heard about it has been really good results. Do you have any new news there? We do. Uh, it's been a long process. Uh, as you can imagine, anytime you deal with the federal government, things can take forever. Uh, and we've been working towards this for about eight years now. Uh, first, identifying the parasites, then, then uh, creating a, a medicated feed to uh, control or eliminate them. And uh, we've, we've done that, and it's been tied up in the FDA for I think four or five years now and we've gotten word that it's it's got its final approval uh, which is great news and it's kind of been kicked off to Merck who holds the patent on the, the active ingredient and they're going to help us with the label make sure everything passes muster on their end and uh, we're optimistic that hopefully this fall we'll have a product on the market it'll take a little time to get the distribution going but uh, it's yeah, I know we've been saying six months for a few years, but it, it really is imminent. And, uh, <laughs> that, that's fabulous news. That's great. Yeah, and it's been proven to work in the lab. So, you know, we've got to uh, find out how to make it work best in the field. Uh, and it's, you know, there's probably some back and forth in the quail community on whether or not this works. It definitely works. The, the question is the impact it's going to have out in the field. And, and we, we feel it's very promising. Uh, you know, best case, it's going to bring quail back across our region. Worst case, it's going to eliminate worms from your quail. You know, we deworm our dogs, horses, cattle. Uh, we don't have anything for quail. So it uh, not only eye worms, but fecal worms. So it's definitely going to help the health of the quail, hopefully help their nutrition. And, uh, and you know, like I say, best case, bring bring quail to a rebound yeah. in this region. That's great news. Uh, some other really good news um, that uh, I've been kind of keeping an eye on from a distance is trying to bring back 
quail to the piney woods of East Texas. We've had some promising research there. Uh, promising is an understatement. It's it's unbelievably promising. Uh, we've we've seen quail translocations through history that have done well, and some that have done really well. But uh, what we're seeing down in uh, southeast Texas is off the charts. Uh, they released uh, 120 birds January and and I believe April, and uh, did wild wild birds trans transplanted from Florida, and not only have uh, those birds survived. Uh, above the curve, they've also in, uh, developed an unbelievable amount of nests. And we've had uh, talked to the researcher, uh, Brad Kubetska, that's, that's doing that work. And talked to him earlier this week. I think they've had 60 nest hatch, which uh, is unprecedented. I mean, for wow. translocating wild quail and having actual chicks on the ground, that's the hard part. You know, you can get quail released and maybe even get them to survive. But seeing that kind of nest production and chick production is, is really above expectations by a long way. I guess so, yeah, that is huge for people that follow this sort of thing. You know that those are giant numbers. Number one, you start with wild birds, uh, transplanted birds, uh, which has to be the basic of any, uh, basis of any, any study that you do. That's fabulous news, and uh, you can learn more about that. You can learn more about everything that Quail Coalition does and all the great help that they're giving our, our quails and upland birds in general. Uh, because uh, a, a good good research and a good idea for a quail uh, carries over to the bugs and the other critters uh, that benefit all of our upland birds. Jay Stein, always good catching up with you. When it cools off, let's go run a dog. You bet. Thanks for having me. I am proud to be a member of the Quail Coalition. We raise a ton of money. We are the driving force for funding of quail research, betterment, and conservation, preservation. Really proud of that fact. Another group that does a really good job is the Dallas Safari Club, worldwide leader. The Dallas Safari Club Convention Expo 25 through 29, going to be in Atlanta, Georgia. We're going to talk to the CEO, Corey Mason, about that next week. Hey, I'm Billy Kinder. If you offer goods or services to the outdoorsman or woman, Kinder Outdoors is the perfect place to spread the word. At Kinder Outdoors, we reach tens of thousands of hunters, anglers, and outdoors folks each week that would appreciate hearing about you. For more information, visit kinderoutdoors.com and click the Advertise button. Then, view our media kit. Outdoor gear and skills are in high demand right now. Let us hear from you. John Payne and his Tejas Ranch Fence Company know that there's no cookie-cutter approach. Every job, every ranch, every lay of land is unique and custom. We're able to take a look at the owner's intent, the individual characteristics of the property, and really come up with a solution that works for them. We've got a great team here that has a passion for what we do. Your land, our passion. We love bringing out the best in your property. TejasRanchFence.com Get off the beach and into the action. Enjoy world-class Costa Rican sport fishing with Carib Sea Sport Fishing, marlin, sailfish, rooster fish, and more. Inshore, offshore, overnight, sea mounts. Carib Sea Sport Fishing will work with your group to customize the perfect trip. Half day, full day, every day. Your next getaway is the best ever. Take a look at catchafishincostarica.com. Catch a fish in Costa Rica. 
Hunter.com. The granddaddy of all hunting shows is back. The 2023 Hunter's Extravaganza, August 18th through the 20th at the Freeman Coliseum Expo Hall. Fun for the whole family. Check out hunting seminars, all the latest hunting equipment, last season's best bucks from our annual deer contest, and for the little hunters, games, live alligators, snakes, and more. For details and tickets, go to Hunter'sExtravaganza.com. August 18th through the 20th at the Freeman Coliseum Expo Hall. The 2023 Hunter's Extravaganza. At the Outdoors Tomorrow Foundation, we're really happy to have more than 50,000 kids in school classrooms learning about archery, fishing, boating, and other outdoor skills each year. We're thrilled that we have grown to schools across the United States and continue to grow. We're humbled that teaching wildlife conservation to our future generations have been so eagerly accepted by more than a quarter million kids so far. We're happy, thrilled, and humbled but we're not stopping. The Outdoor Adventures program in junior highs and high schools across America has proven to be a hit with kids. And in case after case, we've seen Outdoor Adventures young lives changed. Kids that just were not into school and not involved are now excited to get into the classroom each day because of Outdoor Adventures. The kids earn classroom credit by learning the outdoor basics and they smile while learning. If you want Outdoor Adventures in your local school, contact me, Scott McClure. I'm at GoOTF.com. That's Scott at GoOTF.com. Introducing Canyon Valley Provisions. Grass-fed beef is high in omega-3s and conjugated linoleic acid, which is known as CLAs. In layman terms, it's a type of fat that your body can use, and it doesn't damage your heart or any part of your vascular system. Buy better beef for your family. We manage holistically, or some people call it regeneratively. We want everything that we do to be a part of our good stewardship of the land. We think that's what God's put us here to do, so... The cattle are healthy and the land's healthy. We want both. We don't want one or the other. If you were to buy a grass-fed, grass-finished steak by the pound, you'd pay anywhere from $18 to $30 a pound. But if you buy a quarter, half, or whole, you're ranging from anywhere $7.80 and below. So you're paying a third of the price for that steak and, you know, those good cuts. And you get a whole lot more bang for your buck when you buy in bulk. Don't let 2020 happen in your home again. CanyonValleyProvisions.com Raising cattle in West Texas for five generations. There's only one thing that can keep us out of the deer woods. Just kidding. Welcome back to Kinder Outdoors. We have tickets for you and all of your buddies to attend the... Uh, Hunter's Extravaganza of your choice, Houston, San Antonio, Fort Worth, whichever show you want to go to. Uh, all you have to do is drop by the website, kinderoutdoors.com, K-I-N-D-E-R, like kindergarten, kinderoutdoors.com, and uh, sign up. It's a simple drawing. We draw your name. We stick them in the mail, a six-pack of tickets to the Hunter's Extravaganza show of your liking, of your choice, whatever fits your schedule the best, okay? KinderOutdoors.com. Bow season's opening up right around the corner. Our resident bow pro from Cinnamon Creek Archery, Roanoke, Texas, my buddy Kyle Chambers. Always good to see you, Kyle, because, hey, that means it's about time to go hunting again. Good to have you with us. Hey, Billy, how's it going? It's good, man. I want to talk bow season. It's upon us, you know. No matter what state you're in uh, or where you travel to to hunt, it's here. It's time to get that bow in our hands. How about putting a new bow in your hand? If somebody wants to trade in 
What's got your interest, Kyle? What have you seen come in that you give your stamp of approval to? You know, it is a buyer's year. And what I mean by that, no matter which brand you choose, whether it's a Hoyt, Matthews, PSC, Bowtech, it's going to be a good year to purchase a bow because everybody has something really good to offer. They all stepped their game up a little this year. The competition's good. They have. And basically, it all depends on what characteristic you're looking for in a bow, whether you want something really quiet, really smooth, really fast. It's always best to pick whatever characteristic you're looking for and then choose a brand based off of what they have to offer. Okay. Well, let's get some more specific, talking about what's out there brand new this year and uh, what we want to look at. Okay. Well, if you're looking for, say, something really smooth, I would recommend the new Hoyt. Uh, the VTM, that series of bow is uh, probably one of the smoother bows out there. If you're looking for something with a little more let off, a little better back wall, maybe the PSC will fit your bill because, once again, each bow has its own different characteristic. If you're wanting something quiet and stealthy, boy, it sure is hard to beat that new Matthews. It is the quietest bow on the market, bar none. Boy, they're really good at, at doing that, too, year after year after year. Let's go back to that Hoyt. Uh, really smooth, driving a Cadillac in a pasture, you don't even feel the bumps. Um, but am I going to lose any punch? Surprisingly, no. That's, that's the amazing thing. All these bows are going to come in right around 335 to 345 foot a second. Uh, with the exception of the new Elite, it's running around 350. Hoyt also has a speed model. Uh, if you want to shoot something around that 350 range for the guys that still want the speed. However, all these bows are going to shoot really, really fast nowadays. Yeah. Um, what do you like to see minimum uh, when you're hunting white-tailed deer, typical white-tailed deer? Uh, what, what kind of poundage do you recommend minimum? Uh, I mean, I know, I know some guys shoot 40 pounds and lightweight and do just fine. Well, I tell you what, with this new technology, that's, that's the amazing thing. My wife shoots a Matthews Prima. It's 42 pounds, and she's gotten a couple of pastures with it already. So there's, yeah. you know, the technology is amazing. Yeah, truly is. Uh, you were talking about PSC. I love PSC stuff. What's uh, new from PSC? New from PSC is going to be the Fortis 30. And the Fortis, I believe it's the Fortis 33. Uh, that's their new short axle and their new long axle extremely smooth one of the smoother cams they've ever developed with the ec2 cam and once again it's you're going to get plenty of speed with it what makes matthews so much smoother now than they were before they were already smooth they were already smooth and when we talk about smooth we can talk about either smooth on the draw cycle or smooth on the shot uh, one thing about the matthews that they've come out with this year is they have dampeners built into the limb it's actually an eight limb bow and that rubber piece through there has really created a soft feel a silent bow and it's just uh it's amazing I, i'd recommend anybody get out there and shoot it uh price range for these new bows coming out what what can we expect to pay bow only we hadn't put the add-ons on yet but bow only where do we look they're going to be at around 11 to 13 50 1400 for the non-carbon most aluminum bows are going to fall in that range your carbon bows however are going to range somewhere between 17 to 1800 and that's lighter that, well, in some cases, the PSC is going to be the lightest one on the market. Uh, new to the market this year is Botex New Carbon, Elite's New Carbon, and, of course, Hoyt has led the way. They've been doing carbon for many, many, many years. And so within those three bows, they're a little heavier, I guess, than the PSC. But, but yeah, it's more about strength when it comes to carbon, not, not being light. Very good. You guys are open 9 to 9 at Cinnamon Creek now, seven days a week. So you got plenty of time to come in, try them all out, and you really encourage that too. Don't just pick one, hey, I like that color. Come in and try some bows. For sure. That's the number one reason we carry as many lines as we do. I believe right now we're sitting on eight or nine different bow lines. 
we encourage the customer to come in and shoot because the bow is going to pick you, not the other way around. So we want you to shoot them head to head. We always, I always say, I give the Pepsi challenge. You know, I always for first older guys that remember that. Um, you know, we want you to shoot them head to head. One of them's going to pick you. Yeah, that's exactly right. And you're in here, you're thinking, ah, it's a, you know, all these bows are going to feel about the same. And then all of a sudden, that one feels, wow, this is different. Take it home. That is correct. Uh, that's our job here is to help you decide which one you choose. It doesn't matter to me whether I sell you a Hoyt PSC Bowtech. As long as you're happy, I'm here to sell you a bow that makes that fits you well and that uh, you don't have any regrets and that you enjoy for the rest of the season. Yeah, last thing you want to see is that customer coming in after the hunt saying, man, you jacked me around. I don't like this. It doesn't fit me. Uh, why didn't you help me get fitted? You tried to do it right the first time. That's it. We always try to do it right the first time from start to finish. We'll get you in, get you out, uh, and hopefully you're very satisfied with your purchase. How can you not leave Cinnamon Creek Archery and not be satisfied with your purchase. They are top-notch. They are the pros. Thanks, Kyle. Kyle Chambers, our bow pro from Cinnamon Creek Ranch, Cinnamon Creek Archery, Roanoke, Texas. Processing up front, world-class, best-ever uh, wild game processing up front, and then the building in the back, the archery ranges, plural, the pro shop. It's phenomenal, truly phenomenal. Hey, we were talking earlier to Jay Stein about snake breaking, snake avoidance, whatever you want to call it. And that's good. It's really essential for folks that live in a rural area with their dogs or uh, for guys that have hunting dogs. But another thing you ought to do is look into a vaccine, the rattlesnake vaccine for your hunting dogs. Ronnie Smith kennels up in Oklahoma. Ronnie Smith, he's a pro first class when it comes to bird dog training and care. He's a believer. Bill, we've been using the vaccine since its inception. One instance that I'm aware of is uh, a young man that went through our apprentice program had a Labrador that was uh, whelping a litter of puppies. She got up, walked outside the barn, and was booger barking at something, went around the corner, yelped, and came back in. When she came back in, he noticed that she was bit on lip by a rattlesnake. She had the vaccine. He took her to the vet. Um, they ran liquids through her and antibiotics. And 17 hours later, she was nursing those puppies again. Unbelievable. Boy, that's a testament for this vaccine. You know, I had a dog. I told you a story about a little Brittany I had that got hit by a rattlesnake. Thank goodness he didn't get her, but he was trying. I took her to the vet, and he said, you know what? If, uh, if she had been bitten she probably wouldn't be here right now where he'd hit her in the chest. And he said, but if you give, if you'll shoot your dogs with a rattlesnake vaccine, he said, there'll never be a question. He said, I, he, uh, the vet endorsed it that hard, just believed in it. Now, when you first give it, it's a series of two shots, right? That's right. You give your initial shot and then 30 days later, you give your booster. We, um, have been in close contact with veterinarians in, in Red Rock Biologics. Uh -huh. And, uh, if you are in, snake country they suggest that you give a booster every six months well that's good news to have have you ever personally had a dog hit by by a, a rattlesnake i have, have uh, we've guided hunts in in north and south texas for uh coming 30 years this this fall and uh, i have had dogs bitten and uh i've lost dogs to rattlesnakes it's not a pretty sight either you know, they swell up pretty big and, and it's hard on them uh, so there's no excuse, really, for us not to use the rattlesnake vaccine. That's right. I think, you know, accompanied with rattlesnake vaccine, too, Bill, is is go do some snake aversion. Um, there are people that hold um, rattlesnake clinics where you can take your dog and uh, try to avert your dog from um, sight uh, and scent. 
Um, and it's, it's sure worth the money. One time is all it takes. Hey, we're all out of time here at Kinder Outdoors for this week from the Vineyards Campground and Cabins. Thanks for hanging out with us today. I want to thank my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for the time we've had together and invite you back next time around. Till then, may God bless you and your bunch. <laughs>